All right. Whoa. Oh, nope, that was bad. Oh, ah, God damn it. Why do I do this to myself in these intros? Welcome back to another episode of Good Enough with Stefano Sanzo. I am your host, Stefano Sanzo. You are listening, which makes you a listener, which makes you part of the good few. I'm... I love you guys, and I'm and I'm glad you're still sticking with me, regardless of uh you know the consistency issues we've had with the podcast. It's been weird. It's it's you know not every I can't convince everybody to come into the studio. My schedule has changed as far as I'm working a lot more, so it's just it's hard to get in here for the hour. Am I making excuses? Absolutely. I'm actually giving you reasons. I'm giving you reasons as to why I haven't been around. Excuses. An excuse, really, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a two-way street. You have to excuse me from my behavior in order for it to be an excuse. This is the reason why I did it. That is the reason. There's logic behind it. If that does not excuse what I've done, then uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I don't think I've actually done anything wrong. I'm being dramatic. I've also not eaten today. It is 5 p.m., um, so, so I'm, I, I'm, I'm doing that. Like I'm, I'm acting a little crazy, not hangry. I just get a little weird when I'm super duper hungry, but yeah, guys, um, hope everybody's, uh, you know, new year's resolution is going well, whatever the fuck it is. Do you even, do, do, I wonder how many people actually made new year's resolutions given just like the year, like maybe you just want to just give yourself a break, which is a, a resolution in itself. Resolve something, I suppose. You know, last year came with a uh, with its own set of new problems. So, like, maybe resolve some of the problems that you are inevitably facing due to whatever the fuck just happened in that year. Eventually, I'm going to stop referring to the year that just happened. But like, it's you know, it's pretty dramatic, and uh, I think it's 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 it's, un- it's globally relatable, right? We all went through it, so it's uh it's hard not to refer. And like, I'd love to give you guys other news, but what the hell is happening? You know. Nothing's changed as far in, in my life, rather, you know, I'm, uh, yeah, yeah. I'm still just working out, doing jujitsu, going to work, trying to keep my head in a place that's not insane world. And I hope you're doing the same. Uh, I had my friend Andrew Manning on the podcast today and it was a treat. I love Andrew a lot. He, 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 one of my favorite comics and I'm not even sure if he considers himself a comic at this point given where comedy's at and we talk about that a little bit but he's from New York City uh Andrew's got a funny story where he used to be um he used to be he he used to have like severely low testosterone and he was this like boy man it was very strange he was 20 years old and he looked like he could have been 11 it was it was bizarre and now he's like a person like like a full is it insensitive for me to say that you're not a person if you're not fully developed? Yeah, but at the same time, get the fuck over it, you fucking pussy. Literally. Like, if you have a problem with that, like, why why are you listening to this podcast? I'm like, the le- I'm, there's so many people more offensive. I don't know. Shut up. Yeah, I'm a little hungry. Okay. I'm, I'm a lot more hungry than I realized I was because that was, <laughs> that was a little out of character. <laughs> Andrew is now a man. He's got a beard. He fixed his he fixed his testosterone, you know, doctor ordered stuff. Although sometimes I wish I could get my my hands on it so I could become, you know, just a fucking tank. I'm such a bro. I'm sorry. I'm such a fucking bro. I can't help it. But anyway, um, it was good. It was good catching up with him, and we recorded it so that you guys get to hear it too. Uh, catch Andrew on his socials to see what he's up to. I I hope to God when comedy comes back, he gets back on it and is doing more shows because he's done some cool shit. Uh, he's he's done some funny shit. He's he said a lot of funny shit. He's great to see live. Uh, awesome joke writer, and uh, I think you'd really enjoy him. And I know you're about to enjoy him because you're listening. So, without further ado, episode fifty Trey. That's not how you say it. Fifty. We're just gonna say it. episode fifty-three with Andrew Manning. We'll see you guys when we see you. I love you so goddamn much. Till next time. I have a toenail that's split down the middle. Down the middle? Like, all right, is, is that vertical? Like, 
the the cut is facing me or the the cut is facing the rest of your toes the cut is facing you ah yeah it right goes, down to the the bone like right down to the 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 beginning of the toe it's like when you see a geological formation and you're like oh i can tell that it was like rainy that year yeah it's like yeah yeah just something as you go across uh, the striation of my like toenail you can tell it's like oh there's no like nutrients going to that weird pinpoint area what, what how why it's I don't know, and I'm very worried that eventually it's just going to like break off like California. Yeah, or what sink. if this is just the start of your deterioration? Like you're just going to split in half from that's just the beginning from of the a crack. Up. Yeah, and then eventually, exactly like mm-hmm. like that's where it started, but it's a fault line in your body. <laughs> the San Andreas <laughs> yeah, exactly. rupture and the 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 Saint the Saint Andrew fault line, and it's oh. just going to crack raw all the way up to your eyeballs. You're just going to split in half. Yeah. That's pretty that's, fucked that's up. That's definitely what's happening to me. Anyway, uh, that's a strange way to start this, but there's no there's no non-strange way to do anything, especially in the podcast world. Tell us who the hell you are. I'm Andrew Manning, former comedian. <laughs> right. And uh, current son of Janan and Ralph. Aw, you yeah. didn't need to. We're, we're, we're going to bleep out your parents' names. We, we don't want that. <laughs> we don't want people coming after your you. Your fans are going to yeah, harass exactly. my mom and my, dad. I have two fans. They're both rabid. <laughs> they're, it's going to be bad, I'm telling you. I bet your fans are really nice. I don't have fans. Anyway, nobody's, nobody's they're listening They're Janan and Ralph. Exactly. <laughs> the only two listeners of this yeah. episode are going to be your parents. Maybe. Rabid. I'm and they do up. attack each other. Yeah, right. <laughs> they do not like each other. Um former comedian is a really good way to put it uh mm-hmm. what do you call it i um i don't really like comedian is the thing that i am like and that's an i kind of use that as an umbrella term because like i don't just see it as stand-up comedy it's just mm-hmm. comedy as a pursuit right but yeah it's in a very weird spot right now mm-hmm. and um nobody knows what the fuck is going on with it but i think yeah. i think the normal version of what com- comedy used to be will be back in maybe a few months or something like that but uh, we can get back into that after you answer the Hallmark question of this podcast. Oh, boy. All my guests. Andrew Manning. Yes. What, what makes you happy? What gets you out of bed? Having things to do. I really like having, like, structure and meeting. Oh, like, cool. So this last year was pretty rough. Dude, I have... <laughs> well, you know what? It my The only saving grace is that I had a day job throughout this entire thing. Same. Well, yeah. I mean, I do other stuff that aren't the day job but yeah the day job eats up a lot of time that like i don't feel like i'm going insane mm-hmm. i was quarantined quarantined for like i think two weeks all said and maybe like a week and a half that how, I actually, how much like, did your life fall apart in those two weeks i gained 50 pounds i lost yes. all my friends yes. um yeah i i got canceled it was crazy mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it, was, yeah. it was nuts so um yeah it was pretty fucking damaging and mm-hmm. i was like i could go outside you know it started there it's like i i, I don't this thing is bad and we don't know what it is, but like there's certain things that seem relatively safe. Like what's the difference between me being outside and inside? I don't, I don't need yeah. to talk to people. So like I started taking a lot of a bunch of walks, but eventually I did okay. just get an old job back. That was an in-person job. Mm-hmm. And that, at that point I'm like, all right, well I'm out, I'm doing stuff. And you, you were riding like the subway and shit, right? Yeah. Throughout all this. Um, I live on the Q train. So it's <laughs> no, I, I was commuting to work on the subway and it it's weird to me that like one of the things that brings me comfort and joy yeah like the christmas song says is like having something to throw my life away at yeah like it's very weird that i'm like christmas song says that comfort and joy oh time i thought there was a christmas song that that says throw your life away at something (laughs) yeah it's a very niche christmas song (laughs) from slipknot Um, yeah Um, but yeah, yeah, the comfort and joy thing, that's mm-hmm. important. But mm-hmm. um, so so you were riding the subway a lot during the pandemic, which gave you a strange yeah. perspective, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. There's at the start. I remember talking like, to you early on, like texting you about that. I'm like, well, you're what? <laughs> yeah. No, I posted like a picture one time because at the very beginning it was empty. And I remember I posted a picture online of like Grand Central at Friday at like 6, 10 p.m. Yeah, like, I When it's normally this. bustling. And it was yeah. just like a video that I took and it's like. Was I was creepy. one of like 10 people that was actually there. It was there. fucking creepy, yeah. And man. somebody yelled at me in the comments about how I was irresponsible for being out in public. And I was like, I'm commuting right now. Yeah, Fuck yeah. people got real self-righteous. I mean, mm-hmm. so many different things happened this past year. Uh, like, So the, the way I described it to people, why it was so just throwing everything into shambles, there's a thousands of reasons why. But like one thing that I, I picked up on was that 
the how you feel about the pandemic became one of those so it's one of those things where like it's one of those big deal breakers kind of like big personality things like mm-hmm. are you pro choice or pro life are you left or right like all like those big things that you know are put, you a ginger exactly yeah. exactly deal breakers exactly are you a, you know an actual person do you have a soul or do you not mm-hmm. which is the same question and yes. um usually you have years to figure out where you stand on something like I knew about abortion when I was like eight, right? Mm-hmm. But it's like I'm 27 now, and I have an idea, you know, of, of, of like where my feelings are about it. Pand- the pandemic, the COVID-19, it got thrown on us overnight, mm. and that's what fucked so many people up. It created out of the blue personalities, uh, like like overnight there were people who felt one way and people who felt another. So like, yeah, you have people who are just like wagging their finger in your face for riding a subway. Yeah, like, I mean, you got to get to work. You can't like, what is the alternative? They're ex- expecting you to quit your job. I guess. Or it's like, <laughs> what are they asking of you? Some people, I guess, would you know choose to quit their job or like take a hiatus. Like I work with a guy who has health problems, so yeah. he's like, I'm taking like a you know self imposed break from work. Yeah. But I'm I I don't. And also, it's like I want something to do. I would right. go crazy. Like like you, I took a two week quarantine. Yeah. Very early, which is actually part of how Alyssa and I like started seriously dating. Mm-hmm. It was with her. And no we, dude, shit. It was like we hadn't been dating very long. Yeah. And all of a sudden, I was like, I'll, I'll just tell my boss I think I have COVID, and I'll like stay at your place for two weeks. Yeah. And yeah, that'll that'll accelerate a relationship. Dude, it was so funny. It was like, <laughs> so how long had you been seeing her? Uh, her before pre-covid probably like weeks oh yeah so it's not even a relationship maybe a month or so i i mean i I was i was seeing a girl for three months and we were still at like the talking level yes (laughs) so so yeah Yeah. you were you're Mm -hmm. you're barely a thing at that point it's almost like ah fuck it why not yeah it was like a very make or break kind of thing it's like that thing that happens to captain america when he's like going from scrawny to buff where they're like this might kill you yeah or it'll make you sick nasty yeah exactly and uh and in this case, yeah. So, so it gave you a relationship. Yeah, which is. But well, like you, I also we were eating like cake all night, and like our sleep schedule. How much flipped. cake were you guys? Buying? We were eating like <laughs> cookies out of cups and like milkshakes and <laughs> burgers another, and watching movies. So, so a, a response to this shit is like you got to add some type of joy to your life. It's pretty yeah. hard to diet while you're uh. in court. It's so so awful because yeah. like. One of the incentives of being healthy is looking good. You know, let's face it. There's an egotistical sure. part about it. You go out in public and people tell you how good you look. When you take that out of the equation, it's like, why the fuck am I going to try? Yeah. I'll lose this weight when it comes time to, baby. But, like, until then, I'm going to eat the fuck. Eat what I want. Yeah. Nobody's going to see me. And I think a me. lot of people went that route. A lot of... A lot of like fitness personalities took a bit of a hiatus on posting or were just <laughs> posting, old, <laughs> posting old pictures. Like, yeah. a lot of... The Instagram blue check, you know, motivational people, they built a gut. They built a gut this That's past so year. Funny. And yeah, and like they, you know, they just kind of stayed quiet about it and post old pictures. They could keep up with appearances and mm-hmm. they start I mean? posting like kind of creeping away from that where they're like, you know, you got to stop and smell the roses. Yeah, exactly. Drink exactly. a couple of brews. Sometimes you got to enjoy your fifth piece of cake. You yeah. know, it's just how life is. Sometimes it's okay to order three people's worth of meals right. for yourself. <laughs> Uh, you know, it's beaches aren't even open, so who needs to prepare for beach season, right? Mm-hmm. Just be realistic with yourself. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, and I, I like, I am just getting ahead of like what COVID did with my weight. Like, I think everybody knows this. Like, I, I have a you know a past of struggling with my weight. So like, I probably walked for like the whole year, walked around with like a about twenty pounds that I don't normally. How much carry. do you do you mind sharing? How much you weigh? Uh, at this, I sec- weigh two twelve right 212. now. Two twelve. Um, at this very second, two thirty two, okay. and that could you know that changes overnight just with really? the way that I work out, the way that I eat. Like you know, it's 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 it fluctuates. I have like a ten pound swing usually. Wow. Yeah, and that's not, a big swing. Yeah, but like yeah, yeah, like anywhere from ten pounds. But like I'm just a big dude with a big frame and very active, and also enjoy my life. So mm-hmm. sometimes I'll eat a bunch of foods that bloat me up. You know, drink a bunch of beers, eat a bunch of salty, fatty, sugary foods. That you know, I'm a carrier for weight. My body is just able to blow up in a way that other people can't. Mm-hmm. Like I've, you know, seeing a ten pound difference on the scale 
overnight is not something wow. not something I am that's uncommon for me. That's got to be that you've got to involve some dumps in there to Of course, do that. of like, course. Yeah. That'll help get you from 7 to 10 pounds yeah, immediately. Exactly. Oh, just yeah. like, oh, oh let yeah. me crank out my shits. Yeah, crank out my, exactly. Yeah. Um so what what else have you been doing to stay busy other than, you know, working? What helped me out a lot and you'll I want actually was looking forward to talking to you about this is I would go on really like I got into distance running mm-hmm. and I was loving it like dude it was it it was starting to edge out doing comedy yeah. where I'd be like well I could either run a, in the evenings or do stand up yeah it was like I was loving it so much and it yeah, was getting I'm, me outside and tan and fitter yeah I'm w- I'm with you on that that's one of the re- like one of the reasons like comedy I've hurt myself with comedy over the years is like after work I like to train whatever mm. it is uh you know running I keep to a season mm. uh the the uh, the the months in between daylight savings time. So in March, that's when I'm going to start running because it gives me an extra hour of daylight and running kind of forces me to enjoy the outdoors. Like that's kind of my whole philosophy. That's the reason why I run. So, um, when, uh, but yeah, when I get back into that, it's, it's, it's like, how could I, I can't get out there. Like I, I need to go, I, I can't go out and do comedy right now. Cause I need to train. I need to run, but mm. I totally understand the pursuit. You and I have talked about running in the past, uh, you know, especially when I was hitting up the marathon, and that was when I think you had started, get, like, picking it back up. Because you used to be a runner back in high school, I want to say. No, Never? no. I mean, I I was like somewhat athletic. I yeah. was in Boy Scouts, so like going hiking and stuff was always part of like something that I enjoyed and like taking longer endurance adventures. Yeah, but never like running. Okay, I, I had like humongous hips. To, yeah, like for my body ratio. About, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, because you're you've kind of evened out. You kind of look like a person now. Thank you. So you know your whole you know unfortunately lost some of your shtick that you know early All on of in my comedy. Shtick. Yeah, but you're still funny as shit. But Thank like, you. but like I remember early on in comedy. So you guys can't really tell from hearing them now. But like, used to be. What what was it? Low T. And I it had showed, low testosterone. It showed you just yeah. were like a boy. I had low testosterone for a woman. Yeah, like yeah, that's hysterical. It's it was low for a an adult person. And I was like twenty years old, looking like a young lesbian. Yeah, I remember like out of nowhere, your voice just dropped. You started, you know, you grew facial hair, mm-hmm. whatever, you know, and yeah, you can't. I I just I, I almost forget about that, you know. But um, and yeah, you did have the the, the hips were, were the hips strange. were bad. So like running never came easily to me. Like my knees were bowed in, and like Oof, yeah. I just I I mean I have a decent time running now, mm-hmm. but like I don't know if my body is like good for that. Like my stupid hips and like I have long legs. I don't know if that's. I think you know, when it comes to running, most important is shoes i would say as long as you got really really about shoes really good and i'm no expert i'm Mm -hmm. just the person who went from whatever shoes off the shelf to taking it seriously Mm -hmm. so so back when i you know a 230 pound man tasked myself with running a marathon i needed to get a little bit more serious about it because i know that you know you're i'm putting some serious wear and tear on my body so Mm -hmm. i wanted to do a couple things right one of those was spending some money on real on shoes so rather than like 50 60 dollar range i was like i'm gonna spend at least 130 you know Mm -hmm. i'm gonna i i I need to I, i i need to you know be on something substantial uh, so you just go down to a running store and you you get fitted. Talk yep. to experts; they know more than you. You don't you, you can't just go on e, uh, on Amazon and and find a pair of shoes that like look cool or that are, get recommended to you. Because if someone recommended me a pair of shoes and they're 160 pounds and you know a foot shorter than me, well, those shoes aren't going to be you know they're not going to work for me. Yeah, most you likely. Might need more we're we're very and yeah we're very different people. Mm-hmm. Everyone's built different. Um, so that's. That's what I would say as far as like, I think, I think humans in general are built for running. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're, I think we're like one of the greatest distance runners. Yeah. We in would the run down an, like, animal k- kingdom. Yeah. Like, uh, so people get confused with like, that's nah, impossible. What about like, like a, like a cheetah and shit like that. But like they are sprinters, right? but they can't do that all day. Right. You know what I mean? They, they could run very fast, of course, for a second, but like, mm-hmm. The human ability to just go, you know, walk or run 10 miles is like, it's, it actually is one of the very few things in the animal kingdom that we have that isn't our brain power. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I believe, I believe most humans could get pretty decent at distance running as long as, um, like I said, as long as you equip yourself the right way. Yeah. So, um, so you've been running lately. I haven't because I overran myself, which is like this weird 
I th- this, there might be horses outside. I don't know what that is. I was <laughs> like, galloping. dude, I was thinking, I was like, I'm hearing ghosts. I'm picking up ghosts. <laughs> oh, this building is 1000% haunted. It too, looks pretty haunted. Too much has gone down in this building for it mm-hmm. not to be haunted. Yeah. Um, there's, there's like so many different business. Like at one point it was like a, like manufacturing and I think textiles back in like, like a hundred years ago. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So like, yeah. there's just no way that this building isn't haunted. There's yeah. probably so many like child labor deaths that occurred yeah just people that became fabric yeah just got sucked into into the walls or something like that uh but so you overran i did i was i was building up my mileage and i knew that i was taking it too far too fast and i was just like something about my ego and also like i really was like i love being good at stuff Mm -hmm. and obviously everybody does but like i'm really fragile where like i won't even I won't pursue something unless I'm already kind of naturally inclined to do it. Oh, okay. Like with stand up, I got lucky because it was very easy to make fun of how I looked. Mm. And that gave me this like idea that I was like good at it. And so I was able to pursue that Uh, video games, like a fucking not call of duty out of the park. That Mm -hmm. was great running. And I was just like, I can't stop doing this because I'm good at it kind of. And I have the time. And I was just like, that's so funny. I'm, I wouldn't say the opposite, but I, in some ways, the opposite, where I will pursue this thing because I'm bad at it. I'm I would ba- love to be like that. I'm bad at it, and I want to get good at it. Like, mm-hmm. I am not built for running. Just short, short, stubby Stocky. legs, heavy by nature. There's like, I, I, yellow teeth. Yeah, yeah, really. Dude, that was rough, dude. But um, <laughs> your teeth are nice. I'm Thanks, I appreciate it. Um, and uh, I, I'm just not designed for running, but like I one of the things that made me want to you know run a marathon was the fact that like i couldn't run a mile when i was a kid Mm. and as a fat kid i'm just like well fucking crazy would it be to one day run a marathon i was like nah, no chance no chance but like i don't know just one summer i just committed myself to it i'm like just do it if you do the training you're gonna get it done sure because i've done the training for other stuff and it's like it's it's almost like a scientific formula when it comes to training if you if you train the way that if, if you train in the way that you need to train for the goal that you have in mind. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying there's no way that you're going to achieve the goal, but it's pretty hard that you're not going to achieve the goal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, if you train smart, but like that's where a lot of people fall apart like me, where it's like, I wasn't training smart Yeah, and it fucked me. Like, you, you know, what's hard, like 26.2 miles. Mm-hmm. That seems hard. Mm-hmm. What's really hard is the 700 miles I ran in training. Right. That's yeah. hard. Did you? Is that the real number? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Sev- uh, just, just shy of 700 cool. um, from May, from, from October to May. Mm-hmm. Or sorry, May to October, and uh, yeah, by the time the marathon came around, like I had no nerves about it. I'm like, sure. yeah, there's no chance I'm not going to run this. Thing. Yeah. It's, it's six extra miles than what I've run. You know, that's actually a pretty big gap. It's a massive gap. It's, it's yeah. a whole 10k. So it's six. the the yeah. longest run that I did during the marathon training was 20 miles. Okay. So um so yeah, it's still a big gap. Yeah. The, that's my favorite way to break down. Like when I'm trying to like psych people out of a marathon or try to get them to understand just how fucking long it is. At 20 miles, where, and it sounds, it's like 20 miles sounds like you've run a marathon. Like, it, yeah, it sounds pretty damn close. Way, yeah. At 20 miles, you still have a full 10K to run. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which that's is a race in dis- and of itself. That's disheartening. Yeah. If you've ever ran a 10K, it's tough. It's a tough mm-hmm. race. That's a lot. That's a, that's 6.2 miles to run. That's that's that's, that's a lot. Mm-hmm. And at that, you're still, you're realizing, like, I am dead. My, my legs don't work, and they have to go run a race. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, they're like, okay, start start again. This is a new race. Here yeah. we go, legs. A uh, new race. That's what we need. Something we could still make fun of. No, yeah. I... <laughs> That's why we need aliens. Yes! Just so we can call them Blorgs or yeah, something. Yeah, literally. Literally. I, 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 as an Italian man, mm-hmm. I know that white people are starving for racism. Because <laughs> I catch a lot of racism that i can't complain about because i'm italian and people hate italians we're, we're we're you know we're we're trash and it's become a meme to sh- like it's a it's a meme in the comedy community especially to shit on italian people because let's face it most comedians are racist and they got their all their races to make fun of taken away so they're like well we got to make fun of some race like mm-hmm. italians are cool they're white like oh nice yeah all right we're gonna do that so i honestly think that's like anytime people like are throwing italian jokes around i'm like I know you want to be saying the N-word right now. I know that's your true. I know making fun of me is your methadone. And, yeah, I was just going to say that. And, 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 yeah. and the tr- real racism is what you want. But it's like, I can never prove it, but yeah. I know it's there. No, it's, it's just diet racism. <laughs> diet racism, like, exactly. <laughs> yeah. You know, no, it's the Pepsi where they're like, yeah. is Coke okay? And by Coke, I mean making fun of Asians. Yeah. And they're like, ah. 
yeah. sorry, we don't have that. And you're like, all right, I'll all do right, Italian. Fine. I'll just make fun of Italians. Yeah. It's fine. That's, like, that's acceptable. Like, uh, and you see, and you see them. They also start to pile on like different, like, like white women, even though you're a mm. white guy. I'm like, all right, you're. St- I get it. That's that's that still works. Or like Karens, you know, the, yeah. you, t- you end up turning different white people into races. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, I mean, I like the Karen thing because I think. Obviously, the Karen formula is like highlights white lady wearing like athletic gear, even though yeah. she hasn't run. For anyone for who anything. doesn't, I think everybody knows what a Karen is. But Absolutely, Karen, it's, yeah. It's, yeah, that that middle aged white woman, mm-hmm. you know, or just a white, an annoying white woman in general. Most of now. your fa- most of the people listening to this, think about your mom. That's yeah, that's yeah, it. and that's who. It is. Yeah, pretty much, pretty yeah. much, yeah, exactly that. So yeah, I, I like that. That's kind of a personality though that you can just be like. Ah, oh, these fucking Karens. It could right. be like a you know Hindu guy, and it's just somebody who walks into a place and is like douchey and arrogant. Right. It's like this fucking Sandeep is being a real Karen right now. <laughs> See, and now is that racist? Just to give him an Indian name, why can't he be Ken? Right. It's got to be Sandeep. His name could be Sandeep too. That's true. That's true. Yeah. That's a very good point. It's well, like, I don't know. and that's not actually the I'm route defensive that I go. right now. No, no, you should be. You, no, no, no. You you actually defended that really well. It's like, yes. I, I mean, yeah. What if his name is Sandeep? Mm-hmm. You know, and there's a very much high. There's a higher likelihood that his name is Sandeep than Ken, because mm-hmm. if you know, if he is Indian, then like, why wouldn't he have a name that's cultural? Like, I'm I'm Italian, so I have a Guinea name. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, I could say Guinea. That's our word. Yeah. And Everybody could say Guinea because, mm-hmm. again, it's fine to be racist against Italians. Yeah. And uh, since uh, we're on this topic, I, I did a show recently. Not recently, but like in the last nine months, I think I performed like six times. That, that so Yeah, yeah. I, I was doing the show and there was like a table of three Indian guys right in front, front mm-hmm. and center. And I was like talking to them and I, was, I don't know how it came about, but they were like, you know, we're all from the same place. And I was like, really? And they were like, yeah, we... I was like, how'd you guys know each other? And they were like, ah, we're all from the same town in India. And I was like, oh, and you moved here together? And they were like, no, we found each other. That's and I was awesome. like, that's insane. And they were like, and guess what? We're also all named Patel. Come on. And I was on. like, that's insane. But if I said that about you, yeah. if I just was like, oh, your name's all Patel, everybody would be like, come on, Andrew, yeah, have some so, class. But it's, it's like, so they're hack. all named Patel. Yeah, it's literally so fucking yeah. hack. Yeah. And yeah then I, but it's true. Yeah. I was like, and let me guess, you're all in IT. And they were like, yes. Come on. Yeah. And it's, and it's just like beautiful. All stereotypes are is a reliable, relatable thing to speak on in joke writing. Really, that's all they come down. Like when comedians use stereotypes, it's not yeah. to be hateful. It's yeah, this is a thing that's relatable that people generally know. It's a, mm-hmm. you know, it's like it's like saying it's as much of a meme as knowing that buses are yellow. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's that's you could work with that. It's a truth that everybody mm. knows. So if you see a fat lady in a yellow dress, you could say she looks like a school bus. Why? You you know you can make that yeah. you, you can make that logical jump. It's not that hard. But yeah, I understand why uh, you kind of gotta not be racist. <laughs> but but like I just like I speak on behalf of just like I know it's not coming from a hateful place. But I'm not I'm not telling. Ooh, I heard that tooth chip from here i'm so bad with my teeth i've chipped my teeth so many times i knocked my teeth out did you really you, I, you haven't heard that story oh that was a good one so. i'll tell it on the podcast uh for again every time i tell did you it, fight yourself oh my god i wish there isn't a story that is more embarrassing that you could come up with that w- will beat this you okay. can't you can't come up with like oh how'd you do it blah, 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 mm-hmm. blah, blah. whatever you come up with is not going to be as embarrassing as the actual truth hit me all right so me and all my friends were uh, a few uh, a couple of years ago actually i was in train it was like a couple of weeks before i ran the marathon mm-hmm. um we were all in the city partying getting down having mm-hmm. a good time nice day drinking you know so preparing so, for a marathon exactly Absolutely. exactly I, I told you man i like i i, I it's a type of balance i would say mm-hmm. so um we uh we end up at this dive bar late at night it's like the end of the night you mm-hmm. know and um, I'm drinking, we're drinking, we're having fun. And I find this chick who's pretty cute. Mm-hmm. And I'm dancing with her, talking with her, having a really good time with her. Awesome nice. chick. Now, I should note, it's important to uh, know your dance partner. Know <laughs> who they are, know what they're capable of. Mm-hmm. Don't try anything that uh, might be a step above their skill level. Because they might do something to jeopardize either their well-being or yours okay so we're dancing and it i thought it looked great i thought we were doing awesome 
and I got cocky. I guess that's the takeaway from the story is I did something arrogant and that's, I, I, I ate it. So I go to do like a, like a Patrick Swayze, dirty dancing, like dip, you know what I mean? Like, like, like hand at her lower back, dip her so that she's like looking behind her. You know what I mean? One of those kind of things. And I did a great job on my end. I did what I needed to do. She, uh, slipped. Now the best thing would have been for her to just fall on the ground. It's Mm -hmm. not a big deal for whatever reason. While she slipped, she natural. Well, it's, I can't even blame her. Her natural inclination was to hold on to something, which Mm -hmm. was me. Mm-hmm. So uh, in jujitsu, we would call this pulling guard. She <laughs> she fell, <laughs> she she took me to the ground with her, and she <sighs> her back hit the ground, and my teeth broke the fall. So yeah, yeah, I get up, your teeth and hit the ground. One yeah, one tooth is completely gone. The other is cracked in half. Front. Yeah, this teeth. this one. Did you run the marathon with two front? With no, no, no. Uh, so I, I, uh, I, I, so that kind of dental. That's a dental emergency. Mm, so I, okay. um, so I leave a voicemail on my dentist emergency line. The next day we're talking, and as we're talking, I send him. You know, he's like, "What the hell happened?" Because mm-hmm. I told him the story. As we're talking, I'm explaining the story. I get, I hear a little because I sent him two pictures of my teeth, so mm-hmm. he knows what what we're dealing with. So. And then there's a pause on the other end of the line. And my dentist, and I quote, goes, holy shit. And that's when I really knew how bad I fucked up. Wow. Because when you're, when you're dead, and he's an expert, Dr. Mm-hmm. Skovic, he's a fucking expert. He saw that and said, holy shit. That was all he was able to muster. Mm-hmm. And uh, it cost me about a used Honda Accord because I didn't have dental, wow. <laughs> dental healthcare. I didn't have dental insurance at the time. Well, and, um, shit. Yeah, yeah. I, it's like that's really the only lesson I could take away from it. It's like be less arrogant. I mean, that's the really. I know it's, it's a good you're, lesson. You're not always there's, you're not always supposed to be able to pull a lesson from life, mm-hmm. but um, I needed to gain something from it. Jesus Christ! Yeah, like, there's was, there's plenty was, lessons there. Have dental things, insurance. It was one of those things that was like so bad luck. Like all I was doing was dancing with a girl. Literally, I wasn't doing anything incriminating, and, anything yeah. morally compromising. I was dancing with a woman, mm-hmm. and I I literally had my life changed. Like, wow, yeah. Like I, you know, there's certain foods I can't eat still. There's really, you know, oh yeah, like a caramel apple will fuck you up. Or something. Um, you shouldn't eat a caramel apple in general. It's just gonna make me fat. I don't, you know, like I, yeah. But but I mean, even apples, I'm very careful about. You know, that yeah, could, there's a lot that, of sugar yeah, in them, right? Yeah. Well, no, no, like for that could even pull my tooth mm. out. Um. You know, just certain ways that I approach things. Just yeah, it's very, very scary. I, I I'll never like catch M and M's in my mouth again because I'm. That'll blink your that's, teeth. That's yeah. pretty easy to crack a tooth. Yeah, it's like throwing a pebble. Exactly, exactly. So <laughs> it's just like a little rock. Anyway, uh, Chip, I don't know how we got on broken teeth, but uh, I just had to relive that again. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah, that was a rough time, dude. Um, do you have any good embarrassing injury stories? I mean just like injuring myself by not like it's not embarrassing because you know i poop my pants or anything but i've definitely just like just jogging jogging myself to fatness jogging myself yeah just like jogging and there's your episode title folks just just like (laughs) sitting down the next day and being like i can't run anymore right like right i jogged myself to the point that i'm fat now but i mean i'm not fat but like i have a belly I have mm-hmm. a good sized belly. Good for you, man. I'm like You're, the heaviest I've been since I got into Call of Duty and got fucking fat as shit. Part of being a man, you could put on some weight now. You could turn that into muscle real quick. Yeah. Real quick. I haven't done a curl up in like six years. A curl up? Yeah. What is that? A sit up. Oh, oh okay. Yeah. Do people call those curl ups? They did in gym class when I was 12. Okay. Is, was that the last time you've been physical? Yes. <laughs> yeah. I'm uh, like, yeah, I got to go do curlies. some PE. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So. Um, yeah, that's uh, you should get uh, you should get doing some stuff. I don't know, like what? Is you, yeah. or, so you're not doing other. So you stop running. So what else? Yeah, they uh, my knee is pretty much out of commission. So I got it. How bad are we talking? Out. I just saw uh, last time we talked. I was saying that I was gonna see the physical therapist the next day. I went to him and he, or not the physical therapist, but the doctor. I went and saw the doctor and he was like, "Your patellar tendon is not torn, but it's like worn and it's." You know, it, it hasn't torn completely, so they think that they can just rehab me. You know, oh, that'd be therapy. cool. So that's that's good. They don't one think of the I need shots that, or anything. One of the things that help. I mean, but I feel like movement should help that a lot too, right? 
Not like ex- extensive movement, but like walks. And I guess you walk a lot as a New Yorker. Right. Yeah. All right. So this is something that I probably should have brought up earlier because I'm kind of fascinated about it. But like, what's it like being a New Yorker now? What does that um, even mean anymore? Things are pretty much like normal, except there's like no place to eat, which fucking is annoying. Like, I didn't go out to eat much, but like, you know, you go and sit in a Starbucks for an hour or two. Yeah. Like to write or like before you meet somebody or like yeah. to meet up with somebody. And now it's like there's literally no place to go and meet people inside. And with it being the middle of winter, it's like, okay, oh, my yeah. options are like to sh- sit in a, a structure that has never before seen New York. These structures have only existed in New York City since like 1640 to 1790 and then 2019 to 2021. What do you mean these structures? They're like outdoor dining areas. That yeah, just, yeah. They're like shacks. Right, right, right. It's right. just like you're going to eat a like $35 dish in a shack yeah, it's that a so, chef made. It's so like all of this stuff is so arbitrary and like it's like they throw it's honestly the the solutions they come up with seems like they're throwing at like a dartboard. Mm-hmm. Whatever it lands on is like that's going to be the rule because mm-hmm. it's indoor dining. Like, like yeah, setting so up a tent outside is still indoors. Yeah. Just because there's not a fucking door that has a mm-hmm. hinge. Like, is that is that really what is if you, as yeah. long as you're not on the other side of something with a door hinge that mm-hmm. makes it not indoors? It's a fuck. Whatever could get you outside is gonna get you, or whatever could get you inside indoors is gonna get you in a fucking outdoor yeah. eating area. It's so. They're like, hey, I'm on the other side of the sidewalk now, yeah. so it's different. It's yeah. like, no, dude. There's practically like this is a livable space. It's right. Crazy. Right. So. Um. Yeah, that's so. But, fucking I don't weird. know. Yeah. So you say it's like normal. It's pretty much like normal. Uh, it was the the most different it was was the first couple of months, like the first three months between like, I would guess you know March to like you know june mm-hmm. or whatever that was that was very different it was a real ghost town like i would sit at work and i like learned how to do handstands just like being bored as fuck at work i work in like a like store and so i would just yeah. go into the back and just like do handstands against the wall for like an hour and that was that, uh, just at my work because nobody you, would come in you know what that that is v- extremely bizarre now that i yeah. picture like it's my bizarre meter got all fucked up this mm-hmm. past year where, yeah like, you just told me that and for a second i was like yeah okay Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, no, no, that's weird. Yeah. That's weird to get the, to, to be at work and practice handstands all day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm just like, it, it kind of got to put on like my 2019 cap. And yeah. Like, go back to the yeah. times when there was rules. Yeah. Like go back to times where there wasn't like, I don't know, a national uprising every mm-hmm. week. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like you could tell me, um, yeah, the, the text North and South Carolina are at war with each other right now. And I'd be like, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what else? Like, what's for dinner? I, 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 <laughs> I don't. I like the my my shock meter is so fucked yeah. up, dude. Like, we had it. We had a few months of just, or a few weeks rather, of sustained riots. Yeah, like not a riot used to be huge news, and then mm. it was like worldwide riots for weeks and by like the third or fourth week everyone was like oh they're rioting okay yeah like that's a big deal riots mm. like like they fucking like burnt down yeah. entire streets it used to just happen when philly won a championship uh-huh and now it's like they mean something exactly it's, yeah. but it's like when you do it that long it's like it's funny when you do it that much it's like do they mean anything anymore mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like the whole value of the riot like it's that is that you know it's this big deal but like if it just becomes if it just becomes like news you could brush off like yeah. you know it kind of takes the power away got to come up with a new way to rebel mm-hmm. how do people rebel anymore you know what they i mean they like, like uh, what do cancel you do? <laughs> they'll just like oh fuck this company this is i don't know i mean but, it's like, kind of neat how do you be rebellious now you know what i mean like what 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 could you even do to go against the grain cuz like i feel like when people try to they're just like a hipster hat contrarian mm-hmm. and they're just trying to do things different but like like what could you actually do to say true rebellion i think would look like somebody like being honest to people and like just like being yourself is rebellious enough and i know that sounds corny but it's like no no it isn't if you are you know trying to be your true self right that's going to make you individual enough to look rebellious to most people i think you know Um, what i mean yeah and i'm trying to process that for a second and i know exactly like if you're just pursuing your own thing like yeah you know and being uh, comfortable with yourself like yeah shoving something up your ass every once in a while right or like you know 
it's weird that you jump to that, but I know well, exactly I don't what know. you mean. I'm just like, <laughs> I, 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 we're, we're going through all the like, what's your true self? And you're like, you know, like shoving stuff up your ass. That's not your true self. I'm not kink shaming here, but, yeah. um, but it, it was funny that that was your first example, but I agree. I agree. No, this, the, just the pursuit of the thing. I mean, that's what I, I talk about it on here all the time, but like oh, yeah. the pursuit of a thing that you enjoy, regardless mm. of the shit you're going to take and shit you're gonna get you are the expert in this yeah you are my like my life's because man do i take a lot of shit for the things that i enjoy dude it's like uh, you know because having friends in comedy and posting a picture of you in uh a play yeah is like i was just gonna say you might as well just load a gun and hand it to a stranger and say put this in my mouth yeah exactly and i trust you like the other day i so he's gonna come on in the future uh in the future he was supposed to be on this week but frankie no bo okay frankie's been on a couple of times oh uh, yeah among all the things i hate about frankie the worst is that he's a terrible podcast guest he's really he's so fucking bad did you like steal stuff on his way out no he's just flat like he's one of the funniest dudes I know and I feel like he almost purposely puts on a bad performance like shy. Yeah, he's just like, like I don't know yeah I'm... exactly like dude you make me laugh you make me belly laugh every time you hit the stage be funny or mm-hmm. something but yeah um, he just comes in here with his denim jacket and exactly underneath yeah exactly so much fucking denim dude I know um he eats denim like that's he's just mm-hmm. on a straight denim uh diet but uh what was I saying yeah so yeah no I catch a lot of shit mm-hmm. and um I just kind of keep rolling with punch oh I was talking about Bo I posted a status that implied that I was an artist and he just commented, he goes, did you just refer to yourself as an artist? And then immediately messages me and goes, let's podcast. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's the best. And and I know that meant like, I want to fucking flame you for this so bad. But it's like, you should have. Yeah. You should have yeah. screenshot that and been like, "You're a humongous pussy." Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, I don't want to take Two-faced away his, his bitch. I don't want to. I don't want to take away his best bit. So. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's nice of you. But um. The merciful king. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. But um, he uh, what do you call it? He's no, he's he's a funny dude though. Records out of here. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, man, you kind of just gotta. There's a pro and cons things you got to do, right? Mm-hmm. Like I think with any decisions, we all do it. And, um, there's a pro and con you got it. Like, will the value, will the negative things that this brings into my life outweigh the value that the thing is going to bring into my life, you know? And, uh, ultimately, yeah. Getting on stage and fucking performing musicals for geriatric people. That brings me enough joy that I will take shit from sad comedians. That, that's you making know? me emotional. <laughs> you know, right now. Like, that's <laughs> really? nice. That's really nice. Yeah. yeah. One of my favorite shows was performing comedy for a lion's club. And I, I think it might have been in like what's London. A, what's a lion's club? I had no idea. I thought okay. it was going to be like a like younger people, older people thing. And it was only th- like the oldest people alive. Yeah. And I did like my longest set at that point. And like they were like, do like 10 minutes. And I ended up doing a half an hour because they just didn't know how to run a show. And I was just yeah. having fun. Right, right. Dude, just an attic in New London and me and like 60, 90 year olds. 60? Dude, they were so, there That's was a, a good lot audience. of. That's I think it might have been all the old people in Connecticut. Oh my! Every single one of yeah, them. Yeah. Anyone over a the 1%. certain age. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, man. And I don't want to say like I perform to more than just old people when I do of these course. plays and stuff. But like, yeah, there's a, there's a lot of them in the audience because mm-hmm. they, you know, they 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 appreciate it. But um, yeah, dude, I uh, I've I really have. It's tough. It's it's taken me a few years to like get over the shit you're gonna take like yeah mm-hmm. i love jujitsu and jujitsu kind of just gets lumped in with every other martial art and it's like an adult doing martial arts and dressing up in really a gi- in a gi oh yeah that's like, not why i like, would think like of the, shitting on you the hacky <laughs> yeah i'm just like oh oh please go on just like i i feel like the what people would say about it yeah not me no i want to hear it because i have no like perspective on this joe stuff. rogan like it falls into that joe rogan fan base of yeah. like the Let me eat some elk meat and go fucking the fun- do jiu The funny thing is, I've been eating game, wild game, since I was a baby. My mm-hmm. father's a hunter. Well, it's because you were raised in Sparta. Exactly. Right? I, well, I, yeah. was, I was. Joe Rogan's my dad, and yeah. I. Um, but no, my my father. That's good merch, is, by the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Joe Rogan's my dad. Joe Rogan's my dad is a fucking great merch. But um, uh, when I was a yeah. Was, as young as I could go, like my, my father, you know, raised me on venison and, mm-hmm. you know, wild game. And, uh, so that was, was like, I became a Rogan fan cause of that stuff. It wasn't cause it wasn't the other way around. I'm like, Oh no, he shares interest with me. I'm a hunter. You know, mm-hmm. like I actually do hunt. I, you, I do work out. I do go hard. Mm-hmm. And yeah, he talks about jujitsu a lot. And I ended up doing jujitsu. A friend of mine who is, um, 
I want to say mentally ill at this point, but uh, can really convince me to do it. The same guy who actually convinced me to do comedy. Um, he. Uh, I'm trying to figure out who this is. No, right you now. don't. You don't know. Okay. But yeah. Uh, but he. Uh, but yeah. Uh, you know, I'll try anything. You know, regardless of how many times Rogan or anybody that I like says it, I'll try something. You know. So like, I didn't. I didn't go into jujitsu hoping that I'd fall in love with it. Cause I have enough hobbies. I have a Mm. lot of fucking hobbies. I don't need to start things, but I loved it so goddamn much. (laughs) And it's, I couldn't help it. Like there's only, you know, the proof is in the pudding. Like if I did it and I loved it and I keep going back and keep loving it and I keep going back more and more and more and I don't love it any less. What place do you go to? Casa of jujitsu in uh, main street in Ansonia, Connecticut. Um, okay. And I eventually want to start getting some of those guys on there, but, um, yeah man it's it and you could take a lot of shit for that because like oh you're rogan stan or you know just an adult it's sad to see an adult in a gear or whatever and it's, that's it's, so weird to be like like you just have to be so disconnected from like what it would actually mean to like like you're you're doing an athletic yeah yeah activity. No, my, a, my parents had no hobbies that i could tell as a child yeah and i was just i would see other people's parents and just be like Man, my parents are fucking Lame. blank. Yeah, 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 dude. yeah. Like yeah. they're just, but like you know, people with hobbies are way more interesting than people without, mm-hmm. and people with interests are definitely better. Yeah, I don't like you'll you'll get curmudgeon type people who complain about you know that look mm-hmm. or give you shit about it, but I think it ultimately comes down to just having a lack of initiative to do something that they like at, to the same degree mm-hmm. like there oh, are people yeah. who would make fun of me the, yeah the people who would make fun of me for being in a musical have an interest that they are ashamed of that they'll never pursue mm-hmm. and they're projecting it onto me to remind themselves why they don't do it you know it's it's this some serious mental gymnastics to just like be like yeah dude you're you're sad like that's all you just admit you're sad admit yeah. that admit that you're looking for excuses on not to do something that you are interested in but like i don't know make fun of me or don't you know i guess i'd rather people make fun of me because what it comes down to is i could always use the extra profile i could always use the extra you know press or whatever you want to call it like more people talking about me and the better there you and go. you're gonna be talking about someone if you're a miserable piece of shit you're gonna be talking about somebody so i'm like yeah do it responsibly with me i'm not gonna do ruin, it responsibly. i'm not gonna ruin your life over it there's other people that if you if you hate them they're gonna do bad things to you and say bad things to you I'm not that guy, you know, hate on me all you need to, man. If, if that's, if that's the thing in your life, that's going to make you feel more whole fucking more power to you. But, uh, at wow. least that's where I stand. In on. the ultimate acceptance, you're like, you know what? If your thing, like my hobby is jujitsu. Yeah. If your thing is hating on me because I do jujitsu, do your thing, bro. Yeah, exactly. Literally whatever you got to do to make you feel good, man. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't, you know, it's, it's not, it's no skin off my back, you know? And yeah. if it ever got serious, you know, one of us knows how to fight. So there you go. Yeah. <laughs> like that's, I guess that's what you point. will get trounced on Facebook if they're that good. What do you mean? Like if like your realm is a physical confrontation, mm-hmm. but like their dojo is like a comment section. Yeah. So it's yeah, like, exactly. they might no. be a black belt oh, in comments, I, I but get it's obliter- like, let's meet up. Dude. Yeah. I get obliterated all the time on Facebook by people who would cry if they had to, you know, if they had to fight me, if, if, if they really had to like prove themselves against me, they, they would be scared or hospitalized. I don't know. Like, you know, because I'm not. I don't think I'd have a problem beating the shit out of somebody. It's not that I ever got into a fight. Cause have I avo- you ever? No, just, I avoid it. I don't. I was I don't thinking need, about that the I other day. I've never to. been in one. Um, I'm prepared. You fight? Um, you don't want to do that. But Dude, like, I'll fucking die. You, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was just going to say. I. So, like, I could only measure myself based on how I feel about, like, other people. So, like, where I've come with my knowledge of fighting is i would not want to fuck with me i would not want to i personally would not want to fuck with a man who's my size my strength who knows what i know that is that would be a real problem obviously (laughs) you being versus you would be a completely even match in this but like if you were a normal or let's say just average person yeah you know yeah yeah if you're an average person don't talk that kind of shit i would say i mean i guess yeah i'm saying talk that shit but like your friends don't let it get there you. yeah exactly yeah yeah but um yeah, yeah do you exactly. ever do you have like anonymous haters um i mean i know i got 
at least a couple of like one star reviews on my podcast, and that's 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 somebody who. I'm would, sorry you know, about that, by the way. Actually, I was I was on a Twitter spat today with some not a Twitter spat because I don't want to pretend I'm one of those people who will argue with someone on Twitter. Mm-hmm. But this guy, oh my god, it was some funny shit. He was like, he's an anonymous account. His name is Gregory Keaton on Twitter, but mm-hmm. it's not his picture, so I'm sure it's not. His, this is you know, clearly Michael Keaton in it, disguise. Exactly, exactly. But he was saying some shit like, oh my god, he's just just. Didn't like what I said. My my joke that went like semi viral. My oh meme, yeah, my I meme saw that. Tweet. Yeah, that was uh, nice. just hit just hit a thousand likes today. I was, was pretty, wondering if you pretty, would yeah, get it's there. at a thousand one. But anyway, he was talking some shit on it, and um, it got down to like me just kind of like trolling him back. And now he's saying all these complicated like like wordy messages and i'm just sending them gifts of different things farting nice like like a guy farting a flame then a bear farting just farts and that's like Very nice. if you're going to troll me i'm i'm going to win all right i am the bigger immature child <laughs> yeah. we all have our strengths yeah i mean you could you ever like light up a heckler i feel like you could yeah. you could do some real damage yeah with that. hecklers you're, yeah when you have an act we all have acts that make fun of ourselves so when you when you had your act that was like so so centered around making fun of yourself that probably opens up people to say some shit that's not as funny as anything you could come up with thank you right. uh, you know what i mean no well, but i mean the whole like thing about hecklers i think one of the they're not things, funny well i mean sometimes they'll like get something that gets the crowd and that's always unfortunate oh yeah that's that sucks big yeah. dicks big dicks yeah but like i think what a lot of people have told me about like being self-deprecating is that it it makes you more vulnerable to the audience like you were saying they could interject but also it gives them a lot of your goodwill to be like hey i'm i'm making fun of myself and it's a kind of likable thing to see somebody and right. you know it makes them feel good they're like oh i'm better than him and yeah like yeah absolutely he, it's nice to see somebody who's <laughs> doesn't have their head up their ass right and uh so if somebody then heckles you you have a lot of rope Oh, where yeah. you can call them the worst things possible, and they're just like, hey, this kid called himself a lesbian for 10 minutes, so he can call this lady a cunt for five. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. No, that's a very good point, man. You've already established that you're, you're, uh, there's a humility to you. Mm-hmm. So when you, yeah, when you attack the ego of a humble person, it's one of those, uh, there's, there's this old fucking saying about like, you know, and I'm not saying that comedians are nice, I don't want to equate comedians to being nice, but yeah, when you... <laughs> When you attack somebody who, uh, who, when you attack somebody who's already been like, obviously like chopping down their own ego all mm-hmm. night, like, yeah, it's one of those like, come on, you kind of attack the good guy here, like whatever yes. comes, whatever yeah. comes to you next is what you deserve, mm-hmm. you know. But I'm wonder, I'm so curious as to what the comedy landscape is going to be when comedy is semi-normal again. Some people don't think New York's going to come back, and I think that's nonsense. There's too well, many people there. New still. York can't fall. It's one of those uh, unless it legit gets like nuked. Yeah, you're telling you're you're like that's like on par with being like yeah the ocean is gonna dry up like yeah maybe hundreds of thousands of years yeah. from now but like New York yeah New York might fall one day but it's not gonna be in our lifetime you Probably know what I mean not, it's yeah. New York fucking city yeah. man it's not you could, Derby you could, yeah exactly <laughs> which like could come and go I in think it's on fire right now yeah. I think I think Derby I is, through, it is yeah I think yeah. I think Derby is on its way to falling you mm-hmm. if you sit on the crown <laughs> if you sit on the throne right now I think you become the uh the king of the valley yeah uh but no it's um yeah, I don't believe that either. It's gonna take a hit, and it's gonna take a you know a couple. New York, I'm saying, is gonna mm-hmm. is gonna take a little bit of time to re re you know reemerge, and it might look a little different. But mm-hmm. it's fucking New York, baby. Mm-hmm. It survived nine eleven. Yeah, you know what I mean. It became more New York. You know, yeah. not like weirdly enough. Yeah, which I means, mean the scars exactly. You know? Which means in the wake of this thing, New York is gonna double down for a. It's gonna be a year. You know what I mean? Like there's gonna be. Because it was basically like a year of 9-11s, you know what I mean? Yeah, you get desensitized after a certain it's time. It's so but yeah. strange. It's the same thing that happened with uh, school shootings when, you know, yeah. when it's like, and now we we fucking just long to hear about It's great that they haven't event. happened in so long. Yeah, it's like, awesome, but we know why. Yeah. It's like these- There's no schools. Yeah, that's it. That's yeah. How fucked up of a comment on America is it that the only way- the We- we weren't able to slow down school shootings in any other way by just shutting school down. <laughs> yeah, it's so crazy that we were like, we're. It's like the suggestion of even limiting guns was yeah, like, yeah, yeah. fuck no. Right, and then right. we were like, I guess we'll take schools away then. Yeah, and they exactly. were like, fuck there yeah, yeah, yeah. You Don't take my it. guns, but get rid of schools. Yeah, 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 that's great. Armed idiots. Yeah, armed idiots. Welcome to America. Um, 
Nice. Have you been doing um have you been doing anything entertainment wise? Uh Alyssa is really into uh making funny videos and she will like literally annoy me until like if I tell her an idea that I have, she'll be like, "Oh, that's really funny. You should make that into a video." And I'll just like lay on the couch depressed and then she'll literally like like yank on my arm being like make the video make the video she'll get her camera yeah Yeah. and she's like really talented with editing and so i've been in a couple of her videos that's a good person to have in your team she's between the motivation and the technical skill yeah that's that's, that's huge she's like a producer and my girlfriend and it's amazing it's pretty awesome yeah so you can't you can't fuck that up i cannot because that's like losing three people it's the worst thing possible that could happen to me. that's that's like uh you know those assholes who put uh who who put their phone case and turn it into a wallet you know yeah yeah my it's like yeah and if you lose your phone you will literally lose Mm. your entire life yes (laughs) yeah it's it's like losing your luggage when you're abroad it's like i have nothing now well she wears the pants then sounds like she's got the the big bargaining chip and 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 that fucking smart girl gotta you know you got you you gotta you gotta make your value Mm -hmm. um happen i don't know if that's a phrase but um you gotta make your value dot 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 happen yeah on a mug exactly yeah you gotta make your value and ah, that's not terrible you're all now you gotta be my marketing guy apparently um you're like first piece of advice stop doing a podcast (laughs) (laughs) that's not invest in crypto yeah oh my fucking god yeah do you do that yeah i am invested in crypto um i put i think ten dollars a week into uh something called Chainlink. i can't recommend it because i don't know enough about it i just i feel i feel strongly, you hear that everybody invest in chain link yeah i i feel strongly about crypto as a future currency some people think it's dead in the water anytime mm. you see an article that's like the i saw it the other day it was like the dream of crypto is dead and I'm like, I don't even need to read this article to know that it was funded by someone in banking. You know what I mean? Mm, like, 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 yeah, I, you're fucking with some heavy duty yeah. influencers. Yeah. Like you think you're an influencer because you have 10,000 followers. Yeah. Talk about the Rothschilds. Yeah, exactly. That's a they, fucking influencer. Yeah. Fucking Fox News. If, who, who owns that? Uh, Murdoch's Murdoch yeah yeah, yeah yeah it's like you don't even know who they are if and those people you. wanted you to change your favorite color they'd figure it out yeah they'd it's literally they the way that they influence culture and society and politics is on a level that you can't even comprehend imagine if they just had goodwill and they were just like let's just bring people together as so, much as possible so we're and we're getting to the towards the end here but yeah. like that reminds me uh this, you know goodwill that reminds me of like so i'm not you know how it gets thrown around on all like Bezos, Musk, Gates. Mm-hmm. They're evil. Mm-hmm. They're evil billionaires. Mm-hmm. And it's such broke person thinking to think that they're evil just because they have a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Because they can't comprehend how much billions of dollars is and how if they were evil, you would know. They have the kind of money where they don't have to hide their actions if they were evil. Elon Musk could walk out with a Lex Luthor suit and just blow up countries and Mm -hmm. we couldn't do anything about it because that's how much fucking money the guy has. These are good people Mm -hmm. is what I'm trying to get at. Yeah. Because we would fucking know if they were evil. It would show up real quick. Think of anybody you know who's evil, Mm -hmm. who's got $100 to their name. You fucking know they're evil. Mm-hmm. Like they, they, I would they, say Frankie Hill, but he doesn't have a hundred. He does not have a hundred dollars to his name. He, yeah. oh, you know, all he has is denim. Mm-hmm. His denim and cigarettes. Yeah, and, that's his crypto. And he's been drinking the same half-empty Corona Light nice. for, for for as long as I've known him. I think mm-hmm. he just brings it to shows to like make it seem like he could afford a drink. I would love the Frankie Hill action figure, and it's just I would like love the Frankie Hill voodoo it. doll. Like so just fucking, I would do some. I can't even say on air what I would do to the thing. You mm-hmm. know, absolutely case, sexually. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Mm-hmm. I'm. A, I want to fuck Frankie. That's the <laughs> extremely. That's, that's yeah. the. We're hating on yeah, Frankie yeah. because we love him. Exactly. Um. Anyway. Uh, but yeah, they're not evil. They're guys. not. I don't know. What What do you think? I think that they are so blinded by their own selfishness. It that that might be because I don't know if they're because saying they're not evil. And saying that they're good, I don't know if that's like what it is. I think they're so because those people are like Michael Jordans of own it. It's like Michael Jordan. I don't know if he's a bad guy, but like he's so interested in just domination. Yeah, that he's not like he's not killing puppies. Right, he's not evil, but like 
if killing puppies would make him better at basketball, he's killing puppies. Yep. So yeah, like, that's a good way to put Elon it. Elon Musk, uh, Jeff Bezos. Jeff Bezos is squeezing people to death in his like Amazon warehouses. Yeah, but he, it's like he's not doing that to squeeze people to death. He's doing that because he wants to be the richest bald guy exactly. in history. Yeah. Well, you know? Yeah. Yeah, literally. And it's like all these guys, I admit, yeah, I'm, I'm maybe saying that they're good is an overstatement. But like I just think outright evil is also a... It's also an overstatement, you know Absolutely, what I mean? Yeah. But like, because yeah. I am so fucking happy that these guys aren't actually evil. Mm-hmm. Life would be terrible mm-hmm. if they were truly evil people. Yeah, they would they would take over. You Imagine know, like an evil Tesla. Do you know that Stephen King book where it's like the the, the Chevy comes to life and like yeah. has emotions? He could do that. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. He, he could team up could. with Boston Dynamics and right. create like a pissed off Tesla. Good Christ. Mm-hmm. And we don't want... Yeah, but like also he should be making Transformers by now. That'd be... Dude. A lot of cool shit that that guy yeah. should be doing. Mm-hmm. Jetpacks, that should be him. That should be him all yeah, day. Yeah, he started with... When he did the flamethrower, I was like, he's going to do everything. Yeah. Like all of these cool shit. Yeah, he's going to make all the stuff. Transformers and, are and definitely And he's kind of slowed lane. down at flamethrower. He's a yeah. very strange dude. Um, So, I like to tell... I, I like... I like to think that these uh, these podcast episodes are going to be, you know, you could listen to them forever, mm-hmm. even if I stop doing the thing tomorrow. So mm-hmm. I always ask my guests at the end of the episode to speak something into infinity. Just a little mm-hmm. thing to be remembered by, a little something that we could close the show on, you know, something something that people could remember who the fuck Andrew Manning is. So if uh, if you got something for me, let me hear it. My toenail is splitting. <laughs> Full circle. Actually, a little bit deeper. A little bit deeper than um, than I was expecting. That's what she said. Nice. <laughs> Andrew, where could people even find you? At Andrew Man Thing on Instagram we want and Twitter. your address, actually. Uh, don't 8206. <laughs> don't do it. Don't yeah. do it. Literally, I know I don't have enough fans for it to even affect you. You mm-hmm. could tell people where you live and sleep and tell them where the <laughs> hidden key is and nothing's going to happen to you. Yeah. But, you know, maybe one day I do get famous and people go listen to this retroactively. Oh, yeah. I don't That's what you don't want. Yeah, but I mean, you know, you got good fans. They'll 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 creep on me. I don't know. I also Maybe. have enemies. You know, yeah. clearly, Frankie. I'm gonna, I see. I can't. I don't want to threaten him. Mm-hmm. I don't want to threaten you, Frankie. Meet me in the parking lot. So, uh, so where can people find you? But I don't know. Yeah. I might have interrupted. Instagram you. and Twitter at Andrew Man Thing. That's adorable. Yeah, I know. It and was it, ironic at first. And now it's you're just a man thing. I know. And now it seems douchey. Yeah. Like, you think you're a man thing? Yeah. Because I'm just kind beard. of yeah. manly. Yeah, exactly. You're yeah. Just, you got a beard. So mm-hmm. uh, as always, everybody, you can find me at Stephabro93 on Instagram, at Good Enough Podcast on Instagram if you want anything directly related to the podcast, at uh, Stephabro on Twitter. That shit's growing, dude. Like I said, I shot a tweet that hit a fucking thousand likes. means nothing, but I still enjoy it. Yeah, good for you. Um, you can friend me on Facebook. I don't give a shit. And uh, that would be it. Anything else for them, Andrew? Thanks for having me on. Thank you for doing it. And as always, everybody, drink more water and be nicer to each other.